Thank you so much for tuning in to She's All Over the Place with Kiriaki. That's me. What's up, 2022? You know what time it is. Woohoo! This is the Women Empowerment Series, exploring divine feminine, venturing into blockchain, celebrating, and educating on NFTs. This episode and any other episode is never any financial advice. It's just sharing stories and things that make me excited and honoring people who are in the space and getting into the space and helping to support Onboard. Today, I have a special guest who I've known for this year, actually, at the end of the year, will be a decade that we've known each other, which is part, you know, like a good chunk of my life thus far. Uh, This person has really made an impact on my life, and his story is just incredible. Uh, He was raised by two women. He has two mothers and a father, and he has an incredible story about divine feminine and culture. And I'm really excited to have Nikki Scorpio on for you today. First, I just want to dive into a couple of things. Yeah, I'm really stoked on the project. It's an NFT project by Farouk. Rug Radio, R-U-G Radio, definitely check it out. Also, uh, if you are wanting to onboard into uh, NFTs, definitely get on Twitter, follow some really good people. And if you need support on finding, you know, who to follow, then just like contact me, imaginekatie at gmail.com. Write me. Actually, the best way is probably on Instagram in my DM, just my last name, Chinakis. Follow me on Twitter, Katie Chinakis. Yeah, so Discord is really popular in the um, NFT space, Twitter and Discord. Um, A little pro tip that everyone um, is discussing and sharing is when you get Discord, make sure you're, you turn off your DMs so you don't get any spam. A lot of people are, you know, through the DMs, they'll send you links. And um, this is how a lot of people are getting hacked. So um, the people will never send you uh, any DMs. So you just want to make sure those are specifically turned off. Also, um, if you're wanting to like onboard quickly, I really like uh, the company MoonPay. So check out MoonPay, do your own research to help onboard. Yeah, hey, Lair, H-E-Y-L-A-Y-E-R. It's a women empowerment platform. And it's built on stacks and it's through Bitcoin. And there's no fees for artists to or any human to uh, mint on Halair. So definitely check out their platform. I definitely am a big fan of Halair. I met them during Art Basel, which was so much fun. Okay, yeah. Oh, wow. Another music project. Shout out to Net Gala. I am all about Net Gala. N-E-T Gala, G-A-L-A. Definitely check them out on Twitter and Instagram. Net Gala has a collective of a bunch of artists who are DJs and producers, and they're doing some really amazing things in the space. And they have these bracelets, all access, VIP, general access. And um, I was in the Twitter spaces, and somehow I found Scott Fu. Scott Fu Music also has uh, Meta Space Agency and Non Fungi Beats. S 
C-O-T-T-F-O-O music and on his Twitter. And then you can see the Metaspace agency and non-fungi beats. And I think it's really dope for people in the music industry who are getting into NFTs because they have a Metaspace marketing agency. So they're on the forefront. So instead of getting a traditional Web2 marketing agency for music to spearhead in the NFT world, um, it's really awesome to get connected with this crew there and definitely join their Discord, which is Net Gala NFT. Yeah, super, super cool. And special shout out to DJ Sam F. Woohoo! Yeah, he's a Billboard producer, DJ, songwriter, NFT rapper. What? Yeah, I was in a, um, you know, space with him and Gosh Father. And his uh, handle is Gosh. G-O-S-H, Father TV. But yeah, all of them are doing like really, really, really cool things. I definitely think if you're into music, definitely go to their handles and get into the Discord and connect with other artists and get involved and see what's happening. But I'm really, really excited because I got my phantom seed phrase and I got on Solana and I got a bracelet. So I'm a part of the fam. I'm excited to uh, create with them and add a lot of value you and be a spearhead. I'm really happy that I've been, you know, introduced to NFTs back in 2018. And I'm like totally in it to win it and being a spearhead with other women and, um, you know, people who identify with all genders to embrace and onboard people through education and sharing our stories to uh, take our powers and, you know, proceed into the world, which is really, really exciting. Anyways, okay, so (laughs) going off on a tangent here, but Oh, okay. So thank you so much to our sponsors, IMD Beauty Spa. They're in New York and Los Angeles. We can get into that in a little bit here. Okay. So have y'all heard of Rising Women, the Instagram handle Rising Women? I love her. She's an amazing poet. And um, I came across her post today. It's always very in-depth. This one specifically struck a chord and I want to read it to you. The runner archetype in relationships and how to heal from rising woman, the runner archetype. So a little background about me. I grew up running cross country, short term, medium term, long term goals. And she's all over the place. So I definitely um, identify with the runner archetype. But listen to this. The runner archetype may have learned that love was chaotic, unsafe or unpredictable from their early childhood experiences. They may have been abandoned hurt or betrayed by someone who was supposed to care for them and have a lingering trust wound. The runner may have a deeply sensitive and empathetic heart, but guard it fiercely. This archetype's defense mechanism is to keep love at a distance or run at the first sign of discomfort. The runner archetype in relationship craves closeness and connection, but are afraid to be hurt, may have a low tolerance for conflict and discomfort may assume the worst or catastrophize, might need more time alone and enjoy space where they can totally relax in their own energy. I identify with this immensely. I wish I would have read this and known this years ago. It continues on. The runner archetypes, growth, work, and relationship. The runner must practice bringing their stories and fears directly to their partner and reality checking to see if their fears, thoughts are true or not before assuming the worst and being reactive. Bringing this type of honesty in relationship requires two conscious partners. Otherwise, the container may not be strong enough 
to hold the depth that this will bring up. The runner archetypes growth work in relationship. One, if the runner can own their stories and fears without holding onto them as absolute truth, they're extending faith and learning to trust love. Two, the runner's greatest learning may be to surrender in partnership and relax into healthy, safe, and stable love. Three, they may need to rewire relationship patterns of chaos and drama. The runner is here to learn that healthy love doesn't have to feel boring. Their work is in finding healthy ways to express the energy that pulls them to shake things up, change, or run so that they can create a life they love. The runner may come from a lineage of pain and trauma. They are rewiring old scripts by learning to trust love and create healthy families. Things to remember. Healing relationship patterns take time. It doesn't happen overnight. Two. In order to make peace with the runner archetype within, a safe and willing partner is required. Three, you cannot heal the runner archetype in an unsafe, abusive relationship or with a partner who doesn't have the communication tools to navigate hard conversations with you. Healing from the runner archetype is about integrating the part of you that is afraid to be hurt again or is wired to do it all alone in order to survive. This is not the energy you are taking with you anymore. Healing is about learning how to communicate your fears and stories in a clear way. It's also being awake to the stories your mind makes up and seeing them for what they are, defense mechanisms. I think that is so cool. And I know a lot of people can identify. So Rising Woman, check it out. She has so many programs and I think it's really cool. Her partner has one for males and male identifying, but I think it's really cool that they're doing this program together for couples. I think it's really, really amazing. Okay, so that's my food and thoughts for today for healing the divine feminine and the womb. So with no further ado, Nikki Scorpio, he is amazing, a singer songwriter from the Bay Area. He is onboarding this year in 2022 into NFTs and I'm excited to have him here. Nikki, thank you so much for joining me. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad that we're able to make a big change and impact and go into, you know, consciousness with technology in this year. Yes, yes. And speaking of, I'm so excited. You know, I love your art. I love your creativities, you know, your music, your visuals, the videos you make and how you're going to put it on the blockchain. It's so cool. Like I, I was able to get a sneak peek of what is the series? Would you say it's a meditation series? Yeah, I would say there's not an official label on it right now. I'd say it's in the world of mantras and meditation. I feel like people really need to have something to take with them on the road, on the journey to life to remind themselves who they are throughout the day. Yeah, yeah, cool. And I was thinking like for you, because you're such a numbers person like I am, like it would be really cool to like do your first drop on like two, two, two. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Numbers are definitely important and and cool once you learn the power within them. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I find that, you know, everything works out how it's supposed to. Definitely. <laughs> cool. So let's just dive right in. So, you know, I really wanted you on the Women Empowerment Series because, you know, of my particular life that I've had thus far and you being, you know, uh, a big part of my life. I've heard you tell your story multiple times to people and the reactions of their face and their eyes go big, their jaws drop. And they're just like, it's like, you know, like shocking and stunning because it's definitely a unique story. I remember the first time, you know, you shared with me and how I felt and the impact that I felt and then being able to, you know, witness 
it multiple times. Basically, in a nutshell, you were raised by two women. Will you just share your story with us, please? Yeah. So my whole thing is about encouraging other people to tell their story for other people to connect and see the connection that we all share. So my unique upbringing is uh, that I was raised by lesbians. Actually, my mother's a lesbian. I was raised by two women. Um, My birth mother uh, is definitely more into feminism. And so I was taught really, you know, the power of a woman, that women create life and to think from a different Uh, perspective than how typically men do. And, you know, on top of that, my birth father identified as gay. He died of AIDS when I was younger, when I was nine years old. And we grew up in a rough part of town. And, you know, in simple terms, what I would tell people is that I've seen injustices as a quote unquote straight man within the LGBTQ plus community where we grew up that I saw injustices with, you know, brutality and and things of that nature. And my journey has always been from a place of curiosity. And then, you know, now really with the way that the world is, is really doing something about it instead of just sitting there clicking the angry emoji. Yeah, I mean, you've been talking about community since day one, since I've known you. And I know it became a buzzword and really popular, I don't know, maybe not even three years ago or around three years ago, you know, where everyone's like, community, community. And you've been saying it since day one. And growing up in, in Michigan, it was very limited of languages and words that I was exposed to and heard. And then I went to California And, you know, a lot of my bestest friends are gay, you know, stylists and into fashion and, you know, all different sorts of people. And and I was always just really loved in that community and just like specifically them being my besties and, you know, just glamming it up. And it was rock solid and powerful and so much fun and open and free and all about like love and connectivity, you know, and then I meet you and you know, you opened up my eyes to a whole new slice of life. And so thank you for that. And you're you make such an impact, you know, with who you are. And it's not only you, like your mom and your father, they did it twice because you have a brother as well. So (laughs) I mean, do you want to share about that a little? Yeah. So what I will say is when I was growing up, when I was younger, when I was teased and when I was bullied, when I experienced, you know, homophobia, again, as somebody who was quote unquote straight, that I've always had a different outtake on it. And that I see that, you know, I was more intentional the more that I took a look at my life because my mom always wanted to be a mother. And, you know, my birth father was somebody who obviously played an integral part <laughs> within the creation, you know, and and even though he wasn't there physically to really be a father or a dad, that, you know, I am who I am because of who he was and the sacrifices and, and choices that he made that played a pivotal point in me having the perspective that I do, that I understand life doesn't have a reset button, you know, that the while we look at other people who might be partying or living a great life, that life's not always what it seems, that happiness is a choice. Yeah, shout out to Papa Stan, right? Word. For making Nikki Scorpio the man that he is. You are an ally for women. You are an ally for people of color. You're an ally for, you know, different communities. So I remember when uh, the riots were happening last year, you know, um, Ariana Huffington was doing something and we wrote a piece on Thrive Global. And so do you want to talk about uh, being an ally 
for women and um, the communities that we're talking about right now and what that means to you. And obviously it's important because of who you are and where you stem from, but um, how are you an ally? And then what are, what's an example or two of how other people can be allies as well? Yeah. So recently um, I've been getting really active on TikTok. And one of the things that I do is we have live streams pretty much daily, pretty consistently. And on these live streams, what's cool about TikTok is that you can get people that disagree with you that don't see eye to eye with you. You know, one of the reasons why I like that is because what I've learned within society is a lot of people don't know how to critically think. Uh, we're, we're doing a lot of canceling and deleting without enough educating and informing. And so, you know, what happens within that is that a lot of times if somebody doesn't like something, they just don't want to hear it and they turn away from it. Whereas for me, by nature, that I've always been curious and so I can have conversations, you know, with old school, quote unquote, alpha males to be the new alpha male to say that, you know, alpha males actually respect divine feminine, that divine feminine needs to come to the forefront because the world needs to really heal and get that nurturing and get that love in a powerful, powerful, courageous way. Women really need to, you know, be able to look at their lines and their wrinkles and their scars and their beauty marks and their stretch marks with honor, with grace, with love and not be ashamed for who they are, that, you know, women create life and that women can can't talk about certain things and they get hustled by society, you know? So for me, that's a big, big issue that I'm doing as somebody who has blonde hair and blue eyes, et cetera, so on and so forth. In the same way with, you know, racial injustice, that I can have conversations with people from my perspective, from who I am, and I can talk with people that can be racist, people that can be homophobic and have a conversation from a different space to say, okay, if you think this way, and if you see this way, I acknowledge that. However, imagine waking up tomorrow and you wanting to do something that you think is normal and then you get attacked. You know that people really need to look at it from that point, that if you can connect with the human emotion and really hear other people and acknowledge other people, then we can start to have a different conversation. So for me, because of how I grew up, that I saw, you know, again, injustices within police, I saw my mother get attacked. Um, within that community. And then the next day that she was taking care of children from the people that actually attacked her. And she told me that there was a bigger picture, a bigger problem that needed to be resolved. And I just see that a lot of people like to click the angry emoji. I've seen live instances where there is actually, you know, police corruption and that people just walk by and don't do anything. And I'm like, oh, these are the same people that click the angry emoji, you know? So for me, I'm doing what I can to find balance, to really educate people, to really, you know, raise awareness and to come from a place of emotional intelligence so we can be more curious about why we have the initial reactions, why we have the gut reactions that we do, and to really take a look at society. And like you were talking about earlier, to say that we crave family, we crave, you know, community. We want to be in a space where we can all love ourselves and really get healing right now. Yeah. Love all your words. Thank you. Um, I'm feeling uh, very vulnerable right now. So I definitely had some chords striking my heart. And um, I can only imagine how uh, the listener feels who's tuning in. So thank you for, you know, expressing and sharing your words. Um, I would definitely, um, it'll be in the show notes, but definitely follow uh, Nikki Scorpio on Instagram. It's the Nikki Scorpio show and then um, follow him on TikTok, uh, Yo Nikki Scorpio. And, uh, you know, message him, inbox him if you have any questions or you just want to follow his journey and connect more. I mean, he he became this TikTok influencer, which is so cool. It's so awesome. Um, I love, um, you know, I've been so lucky, you know, for almost a decade for you loving me and being my best friend because um, you've taught me so, so much. And 
and you know, I've heard this over and over again. And now I see you, um, you know, coaching um, women and kids and, um, you know, uh, men and all genders and, and their kids and you're coaching them and you're really making an impact and like people go to therapy and, you know, they're, they're there for years and years and still running in circles and they, they coach with you one time and you get right to the root to like unlock of how, why and how they're stuck and you just shed so, such great light on, on people and you're so strong and you have all this strength, you know, like, um, you know, I was taught, you know, not, not, um, maliciously, but I was taught, you know, um, not verbally, oh, turn a blind eye, but that's what it was like my, my own business. Like it's, or I'd have superstitions or if it didn't, you know, if it, if it didn't have to do something with me, like stay out of the business, like don't comment on it. Like, you know, I, you know, you don't want to step on anyone's toes. You don't know what to say, what not to say. So a lot of people just don't speak up and say anything. And you just like speak and you, you're not fearful of like saying any of those things. And, you know, you really get to the core of it. And I really admire that quality about you. And that's why I've like really kept you close. One of the reasons why I've kept you so close to me because of your, your rawness, you know, and you're definitely uh, an angel in this world, you know? So I appreciate that about you. Thank you. Yeah. One, thank you. I, I love your vulnerability and, and I, I honor you and acknowledge you in the process of what you've gone through and what you've overcome. You know, one of one of the biggest issues that I've been seeing since I've really, really stepped into this position that has come into my life is that, you know, especially like humans all over, specifically, though, a lot of times with women that I'm talking with, and this this is young women from like 18, 19, 20 to like the the oldest that I work with is 73. And there's this this uh there's this thing within society where the commonality that we all share in some way, shape, or form is that we feel unloved. And we go around looking for validation from parents or from people in relationships. And we don't get that because we either grew up without love in the way that we were looking for, or, you know, the person that we fall in love with, because we've gone through difficult times, we want to show them love. And they were raised in an environment where they don't show emotions so much. And so, you know, there's this really uh, broken aspect that's being healed right now in society society where people are taking a look at this, you know, phrase that we throw around narcissism. And it's really that people just don't know how to really receive love. And and we misinterpret a lot of things that happen. And so for me, it's just been a journey for people to say, you know, when you when you're open, when you're vulnerable, when you tell your story, and when you don't have that shame or that guilt of nobody's going to understand me when you can really tell your truth, you get truth. When you can show the world who you are, then you remove all the people who don't get you and who don't understand you. And then you get a deeper connection, even in the business world with people who really do understand you. And then you don't have to watch your back or second guess yourself. And, and there's a lot of second guessing and a lot of doubting that goes on, you know, in society. And so for me, it's really been about just showing people the power and the courage that it takes to show their emotions. And again, you know, especially within all these different communities, especially with women that I see, you know, that women want to be nurturing and want to receive love. And there's all these pressures by society. And so what we're doing is we're waking up with a blank canvas and letting go of all of that so that women can be honored and celebrated instead of, you know, being hustled and put down and, and, and played small. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I love that. And 
some things that come to me is like, um, you know, how do you apply that? How do you start that if someone who hasn't done it, because you're so overwhelmed with all your thoughts, like, where do I start? What do I do? What are people going to think? So it's like people pleasing, the perfectionist syndrome, the, you know, not even knowing if one's a narcissist, like we all have like some kind of narcissism when it's healthy, you know, like a healthy ego and like having confidence and putting ourselves out there. And like, how do we know what's what and too much, but basically start messy, right? And like, some people think no one wants to hear my story. And and I've heard that so many times, you know, it's like, you know, and it takes courage. And it takes, it takes, uh, like you said, community, and it takes coaching. And, you know, all the best actors have coaches, you know, like, Will Smith, JLo, they have like uh, acting coaches on set with them, like for three months doing movies with them, like Susan Batson, I, you know, I love her. She's been, you know, with Nicole Kimmon for, I mean, Nicole Kimmon's never had a private um, or a public um, acting class. She's only done privates with Susan Batson. She's amazing. She has a book called Truth, T-R-U-T-H. It's a blue book. Susan Batson's amazing. And uh, she's doing online classes now. So like, look it up, Susan Batson Studio and uh, get into her classes if you're an actor. But yeah, it's super important, like, you know, to start messy, maybe write it out, journal, circle the things that come up that are really important, write down the things that are really scary and fearful and write those down. So you know, your weakest links and or what you think is your weakest links and, and talk to someone about it like a coach with someone about it because like if the personal stuff isn't like worked out and figured out no matter how much we bury it like it's gonna come to the surface and I know firsthand on that but this episode is definitely not about me so um you know turning the um vibrations to you Nikki Scorpio uh what are some of the hacks you've uh, that worked for you or that you see that other people are applying that like is getting people on their journey and to stay consistent on that journey there are two things that you can do right now that can really really change your life and one is because I, I like things that are simple that can also be powerful that can you know take you throughout your day where you can basically be walking or running or flying and still meditate about this and keep this thought in your mind where you can say you know Number one is what story am I telling myself right now? Because when you start to really look at at the story that you're telling yourself and the outcome of the truth that we speak into existence, when somebody comes up to us and says something that we don't like, or when somebody doesn't act in the way that we think that they should, right? That we can tell our, that we can understand we're telling ourselves a story of, I'm not understood. I'm not good enough. I'm angry. I don't like the way that I feel. I'm a victim. I'm abandoned. We start to catch these patterns and realize that we can tell ourselves a different story. You know, another thing that we can start to do, because especially for a lot of us, there's been a lot of self-doubt, you know, besides telling yourself that I'm validated, catch yourself where you're looking for validation, Find areas where you're looking for validation. When you're when you're sitting down and then somebody comes into a room and they dress a certain way where you're like, oh, this person might have an opportunity for me in some way, shape, or form. Notice how you start changing your hair. Notice how you start moving your clothes around. Notice how you carry yourself differently. Notice how you start changing. Notice how that person might say something if you do have a conversation with them where all of a sudden you're accepting different things where maybe you wouldn't accept that 100%. Notice where we're looking for validation. You know, there's a lot of insecurities within society. So when you can start noticing 
something where you're like, wow, I'm changing who I am for people. I'm not speaking up to people. How I do one thing is how I do everything, right? Then you start to notice, oh, I'm actually allowing people to treat me this way, whether or not I feel validated or justified that I'm not speaking up and I'm not telling my truth. So really my, my message is to tell people to find ways because I know that it's easier said than done. Find ways to express yourself and to communicate and to not react. Stop looking for validation from other people and really look at areas where you're saying, wow, I'm choosing in this moment to interpret this as suffering or as I'm not loved or I need this other person to validate that I'm a good person because I know that I'm a good person and they just yelled at me. So now I can't be a good person because they yelled at me. However, I know that I'm a good person. Now you're confused. Whereas if you just know what you're doing, know who you are. And again, the last part is my mantra, my motto for this year is every choice I make is the right one. So now that I know that, I'm good with falling. I'm good with stumbling. I'm good with being clumsy, you know, and, and, and that's all there is to it. And now I can catch myself of saying, wow, I don't need validation. Now I'm a manifesting machine. Love that. Love that. Love that. Um, all of it. And then there's a key word in there. It's like trusting yourself and, or to like telling the truth of your story. And I find like a lot of people, um, have this illusion and they haven't been authentic to themselves. And I can speak for myself, especially after, you know, uh, watching the Billie Eilish documentary, I like, you know, like forgave myself and was enraged. Cause like, it's so to the core of like my grid of being authentic. And then we veer off our path. So like one thing you can do is a uh, journal when I keep saying journal or just talk it out with someone so we can get back to, um, homeostasis like to the balance like you were saying get to the balance of like the core of like who we are again because we've lost ourselves along the way and but that's okay it's okay and remember to be kind to ourselves along the way because a part of life is losing ourselves and there's like a famous anonymous quote but it's all about losing ourselves so we can find ourselves once again so it's okay if we don't have it all figured out it's okay if we have it all figured out and it's we're on a high flow and everything's cool and then being able to dismantle and be like, yo, this, this is like not working for me, actually. And I'm carrying all this weight with me and being able to like let go of the weight, you know, because it's like the platforms of society and life, you know, things that were built aren't sustainable. So they're not working. And now we're pivoting and shifting, you know, into digital mining and, you know, doing things in the metaverse and doing things like digitally because we're using our technology and our brains and our the evolution and in tuned with abundance and gratitude and shape-shifting as individuals and humanity and planet earth and mother earth and going on this journey together so with everything being said i mean you're gonna just like really really win in the space of um the blockchain because of your messages um you know about femininity and divine feminine and, and women and communities and just who you are as a soulful person and a leader and an impact i'm really excited to see all the uh, collections, collaborations that you do and are a part of. I'm really excited to, um, you know, gift as much information to get you rocking and rolling. I'm excited for our collaborations we're putting out, you know, as TSP, the sophisticated psychos and stuff. So we're going to drop all those music videos and photos and we have so much and TSP is just really getting started, which is super exciting. And I honor you and I'm excited to see your journey and, um, you know, see you soar. And it's like, wow, we really laid groundwork for almost 10 years together. So this is just going to be really, really great and how we can, you know, make it come all full circle, you know, for us as individuals and, you know, for, for the people, which is really cool. 
Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm excited to be releasing more in the NFT space. I'm also looking, you know, for artists and other people, they get this message that want to take their interpretations and collaborate because, you know, this message isn't mine. This is a collective message. This has been a message that's been going on for decades and for centuries. And, you know, we're in the information age and we're in the age of Aquarius and we're in a time where it's actually in style to be a good person. And so for me, my whole intention is really bringing this message to mainstream, is to bringing consciousness to mainstream, is to bringing, you know, humanity to the mainstream because, you know, lightheartedly, the hardest thing on planet Earth that it is to be is yourself, that society is constantly telling us to change and to be different and to improve and to follow the trends and all this different stuff where we're second-guessing ourselves. So if you connect with what I'm saying, please, by all means, reach out to me because I'm really looking to, um, you know, really build, again, family, community, and a... Uh, a message of connectivity so that people can, you know, feel their feelings and, and really heal. Well, I mean, you're in the right place because what you're saying, everybody in the NFT community, everyone on the blockchain, this is what they're about. And it, it's it's already happening. So just pivoting and it's like where one's putting energy. So um, the a couple of things like Twitter spaces, it, they go on 24 hours a day and just being on there, sharing stories like this, connecting to people like this. This is what people do on Twitter spaces. I'm actually going to start recording my podcast, recording it on Twitter spaces where people can listen. And then I just release it as a podcast. So uh, I just thought about that um, in the last like um, 24, 48 hours. But I guess we should have did it with this one, but it's okay. Yeah. And what you just said, like shout out to Major, our friend Major, because uh, uh, on the 20th, on Thursday on Audible, he's releasing um, Healing Frequency. He's bringing healing to music. And then uh, Sabat, who's one of my favorite artists, we've been like homies since, you know, last year, like a year ago. It's so cool. He's putting healing codes in his artwork and his NFTs. And Major, Sabat, you, me, you know, we're all speaking the same language. So there are a lot of people out there who are speaking this consciousness, which is really, really exciting. And it's so wild because like Major and Sabat, both of them right now, simultaneously, music and art, they have a billboards in Times Square as we speak. We definitely have to go to Times Square and uh, take photos and then um, post it and send it to them so they have it. But it's so cool to see music and art and it's all about consciousness and healing and frequencies in Times Square. So it's leading, it's happening, we're in motion and we're a part of it. And that that's really, really exciting. Rawr. <laughs> Rawr. So speaking of everything we're talking about too, shout out to Gaio Siri. I love you so much. You're amazing. Um, just got some really cool news. Um, it was in Variety this week on, um, uh, well, it was January 12th, but um, he signed, wow. Oh yeah. World of Women. He's managing World of Women. I was there in Clubhouse when it was announced, when it was birthed, like all of it. And like shout out to Sketch Poetic. She has one. I definitely don't have one, but I definitely need one. Yeah. And then there's a really cool article in Variety if you want to go look it up. Um, Guy Osiri signs NFT collective World of Women for representation um, alongside Board Ape Yacht Club. Oh, yeah. So shout out. Love you so much. And uh, oh, yeah. So what else? Okay, so speaking of healing, detoxification through lymphatic drainage is brilliant. Have you tried it? IMD, they're in New York and LA. Check them out. The link will be in the show notes. But I've been going there for years and I had the opportunity to take Nikki a bunch of times. Nikki, share your experience about lymphatic drainage massage. 
Yeah, IMD is amazing. And the reason why people should get a lymph node drainage is because we trap a lot of grief and sadness and pain and angst and anger in our bodies. And we keep those thoughts subconsciously entrapped in our bodies. So when you do lymph node drainage, that you're able to release that, you know, that emotional grief and, you know, let go of, um, and really get a lot of healing in that way. So, you know, going to a place like IMD is for somebody who is tired of being tired. You know, maybe you actually, like myself, have had fatigue a lot of times in your life. And, you know, maybe that you're just like right now, people are really stressed out. So when I went there, I noticed every single time when I come back, I'm glowing. I noticed that I have more energy and, you know, that I'm able to really you know, operate from a, a higher vibrational place and, and to really have an inner peace. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, it also clears metals, heavy metals and um, environmental toxins out of the body. So definitely. And I love how like you go for the first 20 minutes and they, well, they put magnesium on your body and then wrap you in this uh, seaweed and uh, um, the whole team's from Brazil. You go in this infrared sauna and you uh, heat your um, internal organs, it feels so good. And then they take these rolling pins and just, you know, massage your whole entire body and clear out your lymph nodes. We have so many of them. So definitely check out IMD. They're amazing. I appreciate you being on, Nikki. You're, you're so good. Oh, give us like some, um, your voice is amazing. Uh, you have a, a single, irregular, streaming everywhere. We have new music coming out. You're hosting some events in New York City upcoming um, this month and next month. And uh, can you give us some Bars, spit some bars for us. Good guy, good love, good company. Abundance, yeah, I got plenty. I'm out of space, I come in peace. Our past the same, but we got very, very different dreams. She said, all she really wants is an equal pay. He said, we are different and we will not go away. They said, if you think that there is some big agenda, Take one step in those stilettos who you might surrender so we manifest, 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 manifest. Yay, 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 yay. Love that, love that. And we'll be hearing that soon. New music's right by you, streaming everywhere. Yep, releasing more of the gold from my treasure chest, um, more in the NFT space. And again, NFT artists and, you know, futuristic human beings. Hit me up. Let's work. Let's build. Let's change the future. This is the new Roaring Twenties. Everybody gets a seat at the table. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're super, super early right now. And anyone tuning in is like super early because I was on a Twitter space last week. And I don't know the statistics on this immediately, but someone said there was only about 500 uh, music wallets out there. Like, that's not a lot at all. So uh, we're definitely very early to the game. So congratulations to us and you for being here, tuning in with us. Oh, so any last words of wisdom that you want to share before we tune out? Yes, uh, nobody on planet Earth knows what they're doing. If people don't like you, they don't like themselves. Every choice you make is the right one you know, and be kind to yourself. Be mindful of the words and the beliefs that you're speaking into existence. Be mindful of the words and thoughts and beliefs other people around you are speaking into existence. Do not nod your head when there's negative words and energy being, you know, spoken into existence. And just, you know, forgive yourself, let go of the illusion and just understand this is the greatest time to be alive. And, you know, just keep loving yourself unconditionally. That's all there is to it.
sounds good. Thank you. Thank you. And with that being said, uh, I just want to give a special shout out to your two moms, you know, shout out to your moms, seriously, and shout out to all the moms out there making an impact and doing their thing and everyone's just showing up and doing their best. So yes, and we definitely definitely celebrate divine feminine. And you know, if you if you are a a woman that really, really, please, please do not fall for that trap that society led you on because that's a big lie. You're amazing. You're beautiful. You don't need the beauty mode. The beauty mode needs you. Okay. You're brilliant. You're resilient. Just keep being yourself. Yes. Yes. Love that. Yeah. Have a great life and we'll see you uh, next week on She's All Over the Place. Ciao. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next time. Kiriaki, over and out.